But I only use the New York Chosen Healing and some kind of part of the world of God. Because healing has already been appropriated. Now, if pushing divine healing makes the man who pushes it a divine healer, then the man who pushes salvation makes him a divine savior. So no one will be called a divine savior. But pushing salvation is pushed by the appointment of what the finished work of Christ has already appropriated for the people, that's the same way we preach divine healing. And we cannot deal with sin in any manner without dealing with sickness. You have to do it because it's an attribute of sin. Sickness comes from sin. Disobedience from sickness. Maybe not your disobedience, but it's inherited. And to the weakness of the grocery store, it's about as simple to get weaker than wise. Now, God leave you all to leave a man. All churches. Most of us practice verses in Roman Catholic all believe in divine healing. Many times it's so hard for them to see the restoration of the church. Which, as a boy certainly accepted, restoration of, of a teacher, a pastor, and pastors, the same birth as apostles or missionaries, prophets, and we can only accept all times without accepting accepting all times. And if we accept one thing that we did for us, we have to accept all things we did for us. And we cannot deal with anything that's still black, but when we deal with sin, we deal with everything that's black. So we know that our being is a black. Now it's all limited to your faith. So it's salvation limited to your faith. We will prove it for our transgressions with his back, we will do that. There's nothing. I hope I don't trust up somebody's theology in this. But if the theory is trusting up the doctor, it's any other way. No man on the face of the earth has power to do that. It's not given to men, to doctors, or no one else. God's power is over here. And no one has one chosen earth over here, person. And no, no doctor is ever intended to be a healer. I was interviewed at Noah's Clinic. He said, we don't profess to be healers. We profess to assist nature. God's a healer. Of course he's up there. Why don't you go up your arm, turn from your car, and you say, hey, God, feel an arm. I said, one of these things in my car. He said, there's something really wrong with you. But I promise, you might touch your arm, but you're bleeding. That's what he studies. That's what he has about his son. They study the makeup, the anatomy. Don't you think that they can work on what they can see, what they can feel? And none of them tell me to be healers. No. Doctors don't tell me that. They can use their stiff nature. They can cut out a throat, throw the place up, but they can't heal the place that's cut out. They can throw a tooth and a spell, but they can't heal the stuff that's come out. They can't throw a tissue. They can cut an arm, but they can't produce calcium and what it takes to heal the arm. It's bad to do that. Mr. Ironman, nature, power. So this healing only comes from God alone. Now, in the services, there's many of the people who pray for the sick on the field of the day. Uh, well, especially the Presbyterians. They've got a woman that's supposed to die having healing companies. And she usually lays hands on them and prays for them. 
when the first act burns, which is simply possible, and so forth, magazines, children are holding it. Many of those, they lay hands on the stick. Laying hands on the stick is a tradition, a Jewish tradition. In the Bible, there was a man by the name of Yah. And when he, uh, his little daughter was dying, he said to Jesus, come lay your hands on my daughter and she'll live. But the Roman, when he had servants dying, he said, I'm not worthy if you didn't come under my roof. Just speak the word. I'm not the word. See the difference? If she had been called me on the hands, the Roman had been called a father. The Roman said, I have honest and I have no money. I said, you can do this and you do it. He recognized the supreme authority of Jesus Christ over sickness and diseases. So he said, even if it was other Jesus, he got a authority to do with it like this, to just speak the word, and my son will live. And my children. But the, the Jews said, no, you can't lay hands on my son. And um, many people lay hands on the stupid, it's perfectly all right. We have nothing against it. Uh, laying hands on a stick. Now, many people don't lay hands on a stick. I try not to get the people trying to touch me or me touch them, but they're faced to touch God. That's what brings the result after all. As Brother Oral Roberts says, as we finish off with Brother Rico's, make a point of contact. Well, that's fine. That's all. God bless you. And work wonders. And you are thankful for all. But the way we do it, Right now, I ask how many want to be prayed for. Sometimes, if it's just a brother, too, or we can just bring them out and pray for them. But that's what we do. But when we get to a hundred, we have to give our prayer cards to the people. We be lined up in numbers so we can come and make good of them, not spreading one another, speaking one another, and arguing who's first and who's second. We give them prayer cards. We give our everyday prayer for a perfect person, whether you come to a meeting, the first night, or the second night, or the third night, is given every day to be first And in there, wherever your field of stars come, you might start in first, second, middle, and right side. These prayer cards are given right at the meeting. They're inexplicable. Anyone who's saying the prayer cards, if you cut out the prayer cards, they lose your place. Because you want each individual to bring your own prayer cards, you can't take them out and give them to someone else and bring them in. Be the person who's got to come and live in himself, and you're up to these services and so forth, and receive their own verify. Everyone can have one, but no one can exchange a verify. And if you want one for someone else, bring the person in, so it's just so much verify, and whether he's given that or given a verify. But the point is the same. Now, each day, each house gets out, whether it's one person listening to the verify today, and all they can get it. Some new person coming in, they can be seen. Yeah. Father, tonight we come to do this solemnly, as we know, half the time, because we have been sitting the time by the Lord Jesus. And we come in His name, because we said if you'll ask the Father anything, in my name, I'll do it. And we're assured that we'll have a a part in your good. If we come and hear him, and we pray to the Heavenly Father tonight, that you will look down with mercy, not judgment, Lord, but your mercy we see. Look upon this little group of people gathered out here, this lovely little city, 
First, I want to say to you that I represent this church. Your Methodist, Baptist, Pentecostal, Nazarene, Southern, Holiness, whatever you may be, I represent this church. Where we preach Christ and we preach the time. That's what people mean. Today, I've been an evangelistic missionary. I've seen great strange things. I was in a room a few weeks ago, and found those of you about 17 different religions, and every one of them against Christianity. When you get on the battleground, it doesn't matter what your Methodist, your Baptist, your Church, your Green, or what you are. You're getting four morals away from idols to the living God. But my brethren, perhaps, will not be coming where he doesn't understand. I wouldn't say you wouldn't believe. No minister was ever come in contact with Christ to be there and say that he would believe that Jesus Christ was the same as he was going for us. The scripture in Hebrews is preparing to do that. Verse 8. Jesus Christ was saying, what to do to bring for us. But my brethren, the one thing that you can rest assured of, if Jesus only taught to these cultured and educated Americans, you've got a lot to learn yet. When you come to the battlefield, our theology, all of our book writings and education will never hold a spell. They can produce just as much psychology as we can. You've got to have the truth of what the Bible says, or they won't believe you. And it's just easy that way. When you come against Mohammedism, Judaism, you get to all the different kinds of religions. There are Bibles, Quran, and so forth that they read from. They're just as happy with us and their religion as we all are. But their religion is never promised nothing but life after death. But our religion promised the same thing that Christ did, we do, but it's And when they read this, they're expected to be manifested. That's where we say it. We have done everything for what Christ told us. To do. These great churches, seminaries, have never let the other even die to do so. Preach the gospel with that Christ of Jesus. The gospel doesn't have a word only, but the power and manifestation of the Holy Ghost. That actually is a good sign for following the Holy I want to ask you something. In the solemn writings of tonight, we are constrained with the magic by the apostle or by the writer, to earnestly contend for his true faith when you hear me on the right side of the island. You don't get good, I just thought you, but can you hear over here pretty good on the left side? Is this brother over here now? I can hear this brother. I see close. I'm sorry. We are commanded by the Bible to contend, the only place in the Bible I ever found that we were to contend. We're not supposed to have contentions, but this one place we are commanded to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Now, if I say to my Methodist brethren, do you contend for that? Yes, sir. My Baptist brethren? Yes, sir. Our Pentecostal brothers, yes, sir. Nazarene, Jordan, Ordinus, Uphill, Puddle, yes, sir. I believe you're right. I truly believe that you do. 
and all the nature that she's been taught to. But now, in doing so, there's got to be, because there's so, many, so much differences among us, there's got to be somebody right and somebody wrong. So, to make this clearly understood, there's always one who has the supreme authority, and that's God, to answer this question. Do you believe that? So the only way that we don't know what the faith is that we're supposed to contend for, and that we say, that is none of our faith, our Methodist Baptist church again, from the pastor and all, all the nominations was organized just inside the days of the early saints. None of our organizations originated in the, the customs. Luther was a Catholic of the first 360-something years after the birth of the last apostle, the Catholic church was formed. After 1,500 years of salvation, Martin Luther was in first Reformation. 1,500 years this side of the death of Christ. Elsa Bethlehem's child is claiming that John Wesley, child of Mark, so for Alexander's family, and all down to the South Sea, comes in, Margarine, throws him a hole in the street, from the and so forth on down. Just continually following the same pattern of our organization. Everyone. But now, in the conglomeration of 960 some odd different denominational churches, each one saying that they are contending for this faith, the only way to do the question, though, is to go back in the Bible and find out what kind of faith they have, and then compare it with what we're taught, and find out whether that would be the faith that we're to contend for, yes or no. That ought to study. Don't you think so, everywhere? If we can learn to find out what kind of faith they have. If we can find out they were Presbyterian, Baptist, Methodist, Lutheran, Baptist, whatever more, then we should contend for that. So the only best way to do it is to go back and find out what it was. But just every man. And after every man of chance, and his God of chance, and his new chance tonight, to defend what I am standing for. By the scripture. But I truly believe that any doctrine is not based upon this Bible is a heretic. It's not right. It must come from this Bible, not from one scripture, but from every scripture completely from the Bible. Or it's not right. God doesn't make this place. He's infinite. And he cannot make this place. He's infallible. I'm a Muslim, I'm a person. I'm a he cannot make this faith. And he does not write one thing one time and something to try to get it over with. There's no such a faith in Scripture. Now let's go back to the beginning and find out what kind of faith the saints have. And then compare it with that or what we'll have. Then we'll have some general construction. Then if we can find out what the faith was, and that faith becomes a living article right here, not in 1956. But this night, here's Sunday. When it becomes the same thing that is back there, living, action, every way like it has done, we are really confused by it, and because it's just this. The first time we were called saints, of course, in the New 
which my Father that dwelleth in me, he gives life. So if a man today is so he was a healer, he took the care of God, he was the Son of God in his life. So he can't be a healer. It's Jesus who got to have the flesh of his own Son's glory, no flesh and glory in his body. Neither will he divide his praises and glory with anyone. Jesus said, It's not me that does the work of my Father that dwells in me. For then if the Father dwells in him, being he, perfect Son, Son of God, none other than God himself made manifest, and our Christ loved God. He wasn't just a, a prophet, a good man, uh, something like that. The Bible says, God was in Christ reconciling the world in Christ. That's scripture. Anything less than that, he was a deceiver. He was either God or the biggest deceiver the world ever had. And in this day, when people die for a line to be no more than a prophet, I tell you, there is a person, especially anyone who's got the message. And the world only told us to try to preach the gospel to and try to allow him to help us. He was Emmanuel, the Bible says. God with us. God, Jehovah, dwells in his son without reason. We are sons by adoption. Jesus has a spirit of outrageous. We get it by nature. Now, Jesus is like the spirit of God, and Jesus is like the ocean, but all the way the world is holding to him. You and I are the first, because of the spoons we're out of ocean. But the same chemicals that are in the spoonful, it's in the whole ocean, it's in the spoonful, and we get this out of our body. So, you and I are being the sons and daughters of God. We shall have the same motive, and the same things that Jesus did, we should be doing our work how we find them. Now last, when you return, let's follow him. And you don't have to follow him. Let's just come up without a sense down the first chapter. We find his ministry just in his birth. We come down, told him to the city, and many things would happen. And there was a fellow by the name of Stephen, or not Stephen, by the name of Philip, tell me. He got through. And and as soon as he got saved, he went and found somebody else who was That's a good sign he got saved. When you go to hunt somebody else. Christianity is not a selfish thing. It's a thing that you want everybody to come join in. Christianity is like a pool of water for everybody to come in. He went and found his friend. If you go to the whole land, you mark the place where Jesus is saying that. I bring it to the stick, and we'll fill a blessing, and went and around further miles. Back around the bend of the road, behind the mountain. And he found a fellow over there who was just as alphabet and his grandfather's church as he could see. A real Israelite. Down to the big church. And he found him under a tree tree. And Philip came out of Sodom and said to Nathaniel, his friend, Come see who we find. Listen up. We're talking about the first. Come see who we find. Jesus of Nazareth. 
A woman with a bad character, she took in the country for other women. You can't work in your They're separated. Hence, you have to come from other time. I was the world of Bridget's thing, and got the world of Catholic. She could go out because she had a bad name. Don't try to do it because she's up all right, and you just got up. However, she went out there to look around the top for some water. And when she did, please it, all the old shoes, looking like a man, sitting on the wall against the wall. He's just putting you a drink. I look into poetry now. She said it's not customary to do things after the American stuff. We don't have any dealings with one another. Just like between the pillows and night today, so forth. The racial problem is that one. Segregation. So if you have no such testimony, all you things are just irrelevant such a thing. You talk a woman, and you knew who you were talking to, you would ask me for a drink. And I said, you're right, and you don't come here to dwell. You said, the Lord, you ain't got enough to dwell with. How's he doing that? He said, the letter out there is the letter in your soul, bringing up where the light's in that. He said, the letter out there is sitting in this mountain, he said, Jerusalem. The conversation went on again, so I will have to take my word for this guy. He was in contact with your spirit. The father of Sunny Man, but he didn't know yet what was going to take place. And when he finally contacted the woman's spirit, he went right straight to his brother. He said, go to her husband. He said, I don't have any husband. So that's right. You got that. I was in close. She said, sir, I perceive a pure cross. Now, you know who? The Americans. That's the Jews now. It's in a family. She said, we know that there's a Messiah coming. Do you think Jesus was the Messiah? Sure, yeah. Son of God. She said, we know we got a sign we're looking for. When the Messiah comes, he'll do these things. He'll tell us all things. But who are you? Now, if that was a sign of the Messiah of Jesus saying, and if Jesus is not good and is living today, what he's from today, then it's got to be the sign of the Messiah of today, if he's the same, what should be the man for us? Is that right? He said, we know that Messiah is going to do a television thing. But who are you? He said, I'm here to speak to you. And she went into a city and said, come to a man who's telling me things that I've been open with the Messiah. That was the sign of the Messiah to the Samaritans. You know what that's the scripture? That was the sign of the Messiah to the Jews. Is that right? Now, there's this scripture I have, but I have to accept it. But Nathaniel said, I know who you are. You're the son of God, the king of Israel. But the Jews said, no, he is, and he's blessed us. But that was still the son. The Samaritan took the same Bible in your country. You think you can see the truth, that's what he spoke to you. He said, we know that we know that the Messiah will do this, but you must be the prophet. He said, I am the Messiah. Now, just a moment. Do you believe you wrote in the day? Are you worshiping a dead, buried, taken out, or a risen Lord? A risen Lord. Now, look, he was going away, and St. John, the 14th chapter, the 12th verse, he said, We that do the family, the works that I do shall he also. 
things. Catch some of those cards that people paint me over something, will you please? Is that three there? Three, four, three, number four. Would you raise your hand? All right, lady, like this. Number five. Would you raise your hand? If you can, number five. Number six. That's a simple thing. It's something you just move to somebody by. You're looking at it. Number six. All right, number seven. Number seven, number eight, would you raise your hand? Number eight, would you raise? Eight, have you got a third? Come out of here, please. Eight, number nine, would you raise your hand? Number nine, would you raise up your hand, please? Number nine, did I miss it? Who has number nine? Number nine. Already in line. Let me see your hand first, please, before you go for a long time. Number 10, who has B number 10? Would you raise up your hand? B number 10, right here, all right. Over here. Number 11. B number 11, would you raise your hand, please? Somebody help me to watch it. Is that, uh, is that the number? Uh, I heard on the Father, we pray your blessings upon these people. And now, for your glory, I submit myself as the Jew, knowing, Lord, all these people being strangers to me, I am not knowing them, but thou does know them. I pray that you will help them, each one, and grant unto thy service thy spirit, and anoint me just now for your glory. In Christ's name I ask it. Amen. I ask you to raise your hand. Now, if you use the mirror, watch this. Because I don't know just how loud or how low. Now I say to you, good man, because you see, if the Lord does appear and many visions take place, I get the roof, I get repeated. That's what the boys are coming watching. They know just when it's enough. Now remember, friends, to you people here who wouldn't understand spiritual things, it's going into another dimension, into another world. Actually, when the Spirit begins to anoint down, now you see that angel on the picture there? It's painting in Washington, D.C., when the FBI would stand up as the only supernatural thing that ever proved to be taken. You find out. Judge J. Lacey, the head of the FBI, then, just find out his name and address and so forth. Now, that same angel isn't five feet from where I'm standing right now. That's true. Now, it's not me. It's him. There was a pillar of fire who loved to put in a bushel. Honey, by the students know that. A pillar of fire. Is that right? Who was that pillar of fire? Right. The angel of the covenant was right. He was with Moses and Moses. Sure. He's got a poor Abraham knows I am. He was the I am. Now, if he's still the same, he'd still be in a life like a pillar of fire. I'd call us on him when he's going to go to the master. Is that right? He said, I come from God. I go back to God. The world won't see me, but you will see me. Now, I want to talk to you, woman, with the compact of spirit. Now, if the Lord Jesus will do the same miracle here between this one and I, or if any of you sitting out there, no matter who you are, if you will look this way and believe that I have told you the gospel truth, I will assure you that the Holy Spirit will speak right back to you. Now, that is a direct challenge, and I'm sure you Christians appreciate as this brother, in fact, what I'm saying is I'm the same that it is at this moment. I'll either told the truth or told a lie, and God's got to be the one who's indicated. Would you like to come take the place? Put yourself up here now. You have to know. So do you want me to tell which doctors and everything? 
the other nation. Now, just to speak to the lady a moment, just like our Lord Jesus spoke to the woman, he was God. I'm just his servant. But there were people who the same thing, will ever run up and hear the sticker meaning that you believe he's raised the dead and will accept it ever again? I see that because see, it's cutting his word to his son. I can hear and I, I have nothing to do with draw her own face to do the healing if she says it. It's your face. But now as a gift, see, no one can save you if you're wrong. Jesus already did that. No one can heal you if you're sick. Jesus already did that. It's your personal faith in the city's work that does the work. But now the woman standing before me just now. She's aware that something is going wrong. If a woman can still, she knows that right between her and I stands the angel of the Lord. A woman, if you are, the feeling that you have is you've never had it before. That's right, raise your hand. See? Sure, you're standing here, you're standing right between you and her. I see the woman on the road coming here. She's not from here. You come from the west and north. You come from the state of Ohio here. You've got a throat condition. Cancer is bad. Black, you shot it to death. That's the best for the love. You believe now? Now, lady, there's something you told me. Come here this moment. I'll pray. Now, Heavenly Father, I pray that in the name of your Son, the Lord Jesus, that you will bless this woman and heal her. And may this shadow of death be taken from her. And may she live for God's glory. In the name of his holy son, Jesus, I ask it. Amen. God bless you, sir. So happy and praising God. Write your testimony for the glory of God. Would you come, lady? Have a wonderful Have a story. Just a moment. Everyone here loves you. Our lady, you're standing here. I have no idea of what you want, why you're here. But God does it, and you're conscious of that. No. But there's something strange about you. There's a light on you. You have, you have just been healed. You are praying for somebody else. You have been healed in a divine healing service. And you were healed here. And that wasn't here. That was in my meeting at Columbia down there because I see the same platform. That was our church. That's right. And you here for something else. And that is a man. It's where we are not to help with your birth. And he's got cancer. And you're here now. And I have to see you attacking the hands of the Lord in the name of the Lord. Thank <laughs> you. 
car room. Because it's not me. He's just here. I'm a man. You're a woman. If there's something wrong with you, I don't know. I don't know. You know. I don't. He's here as a mediator between you and God. Now, he's being gifted by his grace. You can pull from him. But he wants me to say to you. But I see now you're, you're really weary. You're upset about something. That's right. You're scared of something. I see you've had an examination of some sort. It's for the blood. Raise your hand if that's true. It's, a, it's an infection in the blood. And leukemia is what you're scared of. That's right. True, I'm not reading you now. I'm telling you what is true. You're not from here either. You're from a city west of here. And it's got a, a big lake in it. A funny looking square in the, in the middle of the city. And it's up in the mountains. It's, it's, I come to it, it's Asheville. That's where you're from. That's right. Your name's Elizabeth, isn't it?
Yeah. <laughs> 